0: Good morning, Southside. How are you all out there? There, take off my reading glasses so I can see you out there. Welcome. It's great to have you this morning. Great to be in the house of the Lord, isn't it? Amen. Amen. Well, today we have uh, several announcements. Uh, if you do not know who I am, that's okay. My name's Anthony. If you can't remember Anthony, just remember, hey, Can-am. Because I'm Canadian, American, you get it, can, am, Uh, anyways, Um, that went over like a lead balloon. Well, today, uh, for announcements, we have the Ladies' Tuesday Bible Study. Robin Wade, everybody know who Robin Wade is? Robin, are you here? Wave, oh, there she is, she's waving at the back. Robin Wade will be filling in for Rose and will be teaching from the book, What Happens When Women Pray. Well, I can tell you what happens sometimes. uh, They get married. Next thing will be the book of What Happens When Men Run, they get caught. the next thing uh, if my people New England it's a prayer gathering Saturday October 2nd at 12 o'clock noon at the F- Founders Monument Allerton Street Plymouth Mass there's a flyer in the foyer for further details so prayer service Saturday October 2nd 12 p.m. noon at the Founders Monument in Allerton Street, Plymouth, Mass. Okay, for more information, flyer in the foyer. SBF Prayer Chain. Submit your request for prayer to prayforsbfcomcast.net and or to be part of the prayer chain. I'm curious, who, who all is part of the prayer chain? Gets the email. Put up your hand. Let's see. Oh, a good chunk of you. And who all has emails? Who, ha- who all has an email address? Put up your hand. Okay. So you have an email address, but if you're not part of the prayer chain, don't worry. They won't spam you. It's, it's not like, you know, spam from uh, Microsoft or, or uh, these other places. Or, um, it's, it's really good. It's really short and uh, concise in what Beth and the other ladies do for the prayer chain. It's such a mi- great ministry because it keeps you connected with our community of believers so that you can be, we can be praying for one another. So I can be praying for Tina. You know? Let's say Jeremy breaks his leg tomorrow. That's a terrible thing. Okay, Let's say today is Jeremy's birthday. It might be on the prayer chain because he's getting older and getting concerned about getting gray hair. Anyways, it is his birthday today. Ask him ask him how old. If you want to feel young, ask him how old. Okay, there we go. So, sign up for the SBF prayer chain. You need to be part of it. I need to be part of it. I am part of it. Okay. Opportunities to serve. Extra folks are needed to help take care of our church grounds. Free training. Boy, how can you refuse that? Free training and use of the SBF tools and equipment are available. Wow, that's pretty good. Wow, Dave, that Bob, that's pretty neat. Would you come all the way down to Massachusetts with the equipment? No? Okay. Um, please get in touch with one of the deacons, and they would love to help you out and show you you know, how to use the equipment and how we can better keep what the Lord has provided to us. Upcoming events, prayer walk today, after the service, okay? Um, unfortunately, I don't have the little baggie, but remember, what, a few weeks ago or a month ago, uh, we went out and did a prayer walk, and we had those baggies, and inside it had the DVD. Anybody remember that? Yeah? Oh, I see some hands. I see some nods. Okay. Well, we're doing that again today. We're going to go out with, and we'd like to do, I guess, around 200. Right, Robin? That's the plan. 200. Well, let's do 200. Okay. We're going to go out, deliver those to our neighbors in the neighborhood, and show them the love of Christ. And this is such an easy way to communicate the love of Christ and to communicate about salvation because they get a DVD. They pop it in the tray. And up comes this movie talking about Jesus. Next thing, upcoming, let's see, next upcoming, next Saturday, this coming Saturday is the outreach concert right outside here, okay? SBF is putting this on. We are the hosts of this, okay? So a couple of things. We need to pray for sunshine. We need to pray for excellent attendance. We need to pray for volunteers, all of us getting involved and helping out where we can. There's lots to do, and lots of hands mean light work. So sign up in the foyer, but even better than signing up today, come see me, or come see a deacon. Come see Miles, okay? And we'll, we would be glad to um, be able to talk with you and say, hey, you know, what things could we have you do? And that would be awesome. So get involved. Get involved. It's a very exciting thing. Again, we're outreaching to our neighbors, showing them and telling them about about the love of Christ in music. Okay. And with that, in your bulletins, who has a bulletin? Here, show me your bulletins. Okay, great. Inside the bulletins, there's three flyers that look like this. And these are for you to give your neighbors, your friends, your dentist. I hope you don't have to go see the dentist. You can give it to your doctor. You can give it to your daughter. You can give it to your son, your son-in-law. Okay? And what it has on here is it talks about the free concert this coming Saturday at 1 p.m. here outside the church. And there's four groups that are going to be singing and playing, Faith Roads, Rachel DeLong, Jeremy Quintana, our Jeremy, and Catherine Stewart. And we've got a quick little video to show you, just a snippet of what it, they're like. It's only about a minute and a half. Aiden, This first one, this is Pat Stewart. Next one is Rachel DeLong. Faith Rose. you very much. So these are the, uh, and Jeremy Contana, him and his wife, uh, Victoria, will also be playing and singing. So great concert. We're looking forward to it. They're all great musicians, but even more so, they love Jesus with all their heart, soul, mind, and strength. Boy, do they ever. And I can vouch for each one of them. And they chase after God's own heart. And this is exactly what we want, what we need to outreach to our neighbors, our friends, our family, so that they can hear the love of Jesus Christ. Do I hear a big amen? Amen. 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 Well, let's get started here in worshiping in song. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. Oh God, we thank you for your goodness to us, oh God. We thank you for all these things we can be involved in, in serving you. We thank you for the honor to be able to serve you, O God. We thank you for your great love for us and all that you've done and all that you do and all that you're going to do with and through and for us, for our good, but most of all for your glory. We thank you, Lord. We remember right now that you, O God, are, you are Lord of all. You're the king of heaven and earth that this is all yours, and we are yours. And we humbly bow before you, O God. We give you our problems right now, our circumstances, O God, our heartaches, O God, our troubles, and we lay them right now at your feet. We ask that you would take them. Lord, that you would touch our hearts, that we would be open vessels right now before you, and that you, O God, would fill us with your love, with your mercy and grace. Oh, God, that you would fill us with joy overflowing, that the fruits of your spirit would be prevalent in us. Lord, help us to fix our eyes on Jesus right now, to see, to live in your abundant love and your abundant life. We love you. We need you, Lord. Help us to lift Jesus up, oh God, that all men may see and follow him. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Let's sing. Let's stand together.
1: sharing with some brothers. Thank you. And uh, one of them said, well, the list is so long, let's just go through the church directory and pray for everyone. Uh, We have many among us that need prayers, and we will continue to pray for them. So just to remind you, we have Gary and Jeannie Dodd. Jeannie Dodd is improving Gary has some heart issue uh, he is out of the hospitals he's one of the guys that we the family that we need to pray for we have Ginny Can Ginny cans is doing well uh, but uh, she needs our prayers too we have Marjorie we have Madeline that you know very well we have rose and leo those of you that are following the updates you you know what's going on we continue to pray for them we have lucille she's here with us today together with her husband we are praying for them christina hurt herself last week she fell uh christina o'connor let's continue to pray for her but also for her mother patricia Uh, did I forget anyone? We, we, we continue to pray for Rob. Uh, we know God is working in his life and we continue to pray for him as well. Grace Baptist Church in Papel uh, where Pastor Wilder, some of you know Pastor Wilder, he was here for my ordination and he also preached. They had a, an outbreak of coronavirus uh, last sunday after last sunday and in fact this sunday they they canceled their services because of that so let's let's pray for them it's it's usually a tough time when this happens and this also tells us that we we still need to be diligent as far as taking care of ourselves and uh doing what we can do to protect ourselves and to protect others. God has been faithful, he's protected us, but we shouldn't take it for granted. Please take a minute and at least to pray for the names that I have mentioned, and if any other name comes to mind, please remember to pray for it, and then I will close in prayer. Heavenly Father, we come before you again this morning acknowledging your presence in this place. We thank you, Lord, for privileging us to come before you, to call you our Father, and to bring our petitions to you because you've promised to hear us. And this is is the confidence that we have as we approach the throne of grace where we We know we can find help in time of need. The confidence that when we ask anything according to your will, you will hear us. And Father, I want to thank you this morning for this worship service and for everyone who is here. I know that, Lord, you have a way of ministering to us, and I'm praying that you may reach unto each one of us at the point of our needs And that, Lord, you may glorify yourself. I want to thank you for Beth, who is recovering from the shoulder surgery that she had. As she follows up online, I pray that you may strengthen her. I pray that, Lord, you may just give her the comfort that she needs, knowing that she's part of this fellowship and that we are worshiping together, together with all those who are joining us online, Lord. May you enable them in your own way to realize that they are part of this fellowship and that we are glorifying you together. I pray for Christina, Lord, who hurt herself. Pray that your hand may be upon her, that God, as she recovers, so that you may also be her strength. I know that she loves serving you, and it's difficult when she can't do it. So, Lord, I pray for your comfort upon her but also for her mother, Patricia, Lord. I also pray for our brother, uh, Bob. Lord, we continue to pray on his behalf because we know that you are able to change his situation. We continue to pray on his behalf because we know, Lord, that you are powerful. And therefore, Father, we come before you with, a, with open minds and open hearts, we are calling and praying and crying for his healing, but we are also ready, Lord, to accept whatever you have in store for him. And we pray that you enable him to approach you the same way. I want to thank you, Father, for Jeannie Cairns. We continue to pray as she spends time at her house, Lord, and all that is going on. Father, we pray that she may remember your presence and that she may be encouraged by knowing that we continually remember her and count her as one of us. I also want to thank you for Madeline. I know it's tough for her, but Lord, I know that you are with her. And as she experiences this pain and all the, the loneliness at times, May you remind her of your presence in her life. May you, Lord, bring to her knowledge that you are with her where she is and that she can always rely on you because you, you are a faithful God. And Lord, Gary and, and Jeannie Dodd, we bring them before you. We know that you can see them where they are and what's going on in their lives. Father, I pray that your hand of healing may be upon them. I pray that you may encourage them, that you may enable them to realize, Lord, that uh, they are not going through this pain alone. That, Father, you are going through it with them also, even for Rose and Leo, Lord. I just want you, Lord, I- I'm praying and I'm asking, I'm pleading with you, Father, that you may enable them to realize that they are not alone there, Lord. We are praying with them, we are standing with them, but above all, you are with them. And, Father, may that bring them comfort, may it give them it give them hope, may it remind them, Lord, of who you are and the promises that you've set forth for us. I pray for our dear sister Lucille, Lord, as as she looks unto you, as she relies on you, on, on her own behalf and on behalf of her husband. Father, I pray for your peace. I pray for your hope and encouragement. I pray, Father, that you may bring healing to that house. I pray that they may experience you in a new way. I pray that, Father, you may show yourself strong on their behalf and that in each step, Lord, you may be glorified. I thank you for Rob as he continues, Father, to uh, heal from Uh, Olivia's death. I pray, Father, that you establish him in your word and that, God, you, you remind him of the hope that we have in you. And, Lord, that you may restore his joy and that as he wakes up every morning, he may glorify you and that he may look forward into experiencing you more. I pray that, Lord, you may Use him in ways that can only glorify you. And whichever way, Father, you want to use us in his life, our answer is yes. Lord, I want to thank you also for the concert that is before us and all that needs to be done. There's a lot of planning that has taken place. There is still more that needs to be done. And, Father, we are praying for every person who will be involved in it, those who will be singing and those who will be doing other things, that you may use each one of them as your vessel. That, Father, it may be a moment that glorifies you above all things, because it's not just, it's not about the music, Lord, it's about you. And we want to pray for the lost souls that will gather there, Father, that you may give us those opportunities to minister to them, to point them to you, that you may give us the creativity, the confidence, and the love that is needed to embrace them and to share with them the love that we have experienced with you in our own way and in a way that will magnify your name even more. Thank you, Father. For this Sunday. Thank you for the visitors that we have. Thank you for bringing Ashley to worship with us today. Thank you, Lord, for Annabelle who has come to be with us. And thank you for the children's uh, church and, and the Sunday school, uh, the youth class that we started this morning. And thank you for the connection branches that are about to start as well. Father, we are praying that we may experience you in all these areas. And Father, that we, that we may be reminded, Lord, that we, we are with you. And because we are with you, Lord, we will continue to flourish in this place. I want to thank you for every family that is represented here this morning. I pray that you may minister to each one of us in ways that can only be done by you. I pray that, Father, you may accomplish your will. I pray that you may glorify yourself through us in Jesus' name. May everyone say, Amen. Amen. Welcome to our worship service. Uh, Let us just allow ourselves to worship the Lord in truth and in the spirit.
0: Amen. Let's stand together and worship the Lord in song.
1: your Bibles to Matthew chapter 16. Matthew 16 from Verse 13 to 20 says, When Jesus came to the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say the Son of Man is? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others say Elijah, and still others. Jeremiah, or one of the prophets. But what about you, he asked, who do you say I am? And Simon Peter answered, you are the Messiah, the son of the living God. And Jesus replied, blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah. For this was not revealed to you by flesh and blood, but by my Father in heaven. And I tell you that you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church, and the gates of heads will not overcome it. I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth will be loosened in heaven. Then he ordered his disciples not to tell anyone that he was. The Messiah. This is the word of the Lord, and here at Southside Bible Fellowship, we continue to believe that since the Bible is God's word, and we are God's children, say it with me, the Bible is God's word for us. Father, we thank you for this morning. We acknowledge your presence here. We pray, Lord, that in your own way, you may accomplish what you intend to accomplish, through your word, and that the Holy Spirit may take over, that we may learn, that we may experience you, and that you may be glorified even more in Jesus' name. Amen. Children, you are released. Joshua, Joshua. Joshua and Theo... You are staying here. And Will G. You are staying here. Oh, Theo is staying. Okay. Will G. You are staying too. Uh, th- those that are, we have our class in the morning, you stay here. We have upgraded you. So you will, you will stay here, and of course you will have your Bible with you, and uh, we will worship together. So Jesus is walking in this small town, Caesarea in Philippi, through the villages with his disciples, and uh, without expecting anything, he asks his disciples, who do people say that I am? what are they saying out there what are you hearing the disciples were not expecting this question but it's an easy question and therefore they they answer it so quickly they are saying you are you are Elijah some say you are John the Baptist and some say that you you are one of the prophets so People think that Jesus is a, is, a, is a great guy, he's a great teacher. He's probably one of the prophets. So Jesus listens to them, he has the attention, and then he asks, What about you? Whom do you say that I am? And that is a question that we must keep on answering for ourselves. The first question, who do people say that I am, exposes what is happening in the society, in the community, in, the, in our culture. What are people saying about Jesus? We need to be listening. We need to know what's going on. And if you have been paying attention, you will realize that there is a lot of distortion. The historical Jesus Christ has been distorted. Everyone wants this Jesus to fit in their own imagination. In fact, in many ways, our culture continues to distort the image of Jesus Christ. And sometimes we find ourselves playing a role in that. There is a conservative Jesus and a liberal Jesus. There is a black Jesus and a white Jesus. Because we all want to squeeze him to our mold. We don't want him to squeeze us into his mold. We don't want to look like Jesus. We want Jesus to look like us. And therefore, we are creating our own Jesus. Even when you look at the portraits that we have of Jesus, there are so many. I mean, we have Jesus in many They don't even look alike. That expresses what we think as a society about Jesus. And so it's good for you as a Christian to know what people out there think about Jesus. And then come back to yourself and ask yourself, and who is Jesus to me? Because if you and I don't know him, it is going to be difficult for us to make him known. And that's what Jesus is doing with his disciples here. And whom do you say that I am? And Peter responds in verse 16. He says, you are the Messiah. The son of the living God. And I think Jesus smiled here. And he tells Peter, blessed are you. Because this has not been revealed to you by flesh and blood. This is a revelation that you can only receive from my father. We understand the real Jesus Christ when we realize that he is the one that was sent by God, to this world. It's difficult enough for people to accept Jesus as the only way. And because it's difficult, they will try to distort his image. But any distortion of the image of Jesus Christ is actually an opposition to Jesus Christ. And if we distort his image, we will have to replace him with a false image. If we refuse, reject the real Jesus Christ, we will have to embrace, affect Jesus Christ. Whichever way, we will still be embracing something. So the disciples here Need to know who Jesus is. And Peter's confession, Peter's confession is a revelation. It reveals that Jesus is more than a great teacher. He is more than a prophet. He is greater than Elijah. He is greater than Moses. He is greater than any other prophet you can think of. He is more than a religious leader. Jesus is the Christ, the son of the living God. Do you know there there isn't any other religious leader that claimed that he was the Christ, the son of the living God? There are many that claim to have been sent by God. We have fake ones recently, they still exist, who would claim, I am Jesus. Uh, If you go to YouTube, you'll see several people claiming that they are Jesus. Uh, But I think they have another problem. When you look at the major world religions, you will not find Muhammad never claimed to be the son of God. Buddha never claimed to be the son of God. You will find no one. Confucius, he never claimed to be the son of God. They all claimed to have found a path that leads somewhere, but none of them claimed to be the son of the living God. So this is a foundational confession that Peter is making. And it reveals that Jesus is more than an image on a stained glass. He is the Christ, the Son of the living God. He is the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world. In Philippians chapter 3 verse 10, Apostle Paul Says, I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection. In Philippians chapter 3:10. I want to know Christ and the power of his resurrection so that I may also participate in his suffering. He is communicating his longing as a Christian. It, always should be our desire and our longing to know this Jesus Christ. It always should be. I want to know him. Because if we don't know him, we will not be able to communicate him. If You and me who claim to be his followers, if we don't know him, the average person on the street will not know him. Because it is you and I who can make Jesus known. And because without knowing him, we cannot become like him. We know him, we become like him, we make him known. So this question that Jesus is asking his disciples uh, is a very important question. Who do, do you say that I am? And this is where, as a Christian, you want to make a confession. You want to know that you are worshipping the real Jesus Christ. Because the real Jesus Christ is the Son of Of the living God. He is the son of the living God. This is the one that we worship when we come together. He is the one that died on the cross for our sins and offers salvation freely. This is the real Jesus Christ. He is the one who died. He was crucified by people like you and me. He was crucified by a culture like ours. He was crucified by a government like ours, by politicians like the ones that we have. It shouldn't surprise you when you see our culture turning away from Christ. It should surprise you when you see Christians claiming to follow Jesus Christ and they really don't know him. Just ask yourself, do you know Jesus? And I'm not asking if you know about him. I'm asking Do you know him? Do do you have the confidence to say that I know Jesus? The way you can have the confidence to say I know my son, I know my daughter, I know my wife, I know my husband, I know my brother, I know my sister. Because the other person will not have a clear image of Jesus Christ when the person that claims to believe in Jesus doesn't know him. This Jesus identifies with us. That's the reason, of course, he came and he died on the cross. And because he identifies with us, we can identify with him. Now, one of the greatest challenges that we face as Christians is the fear to identify with Jesus. It's the fear of being known as a follower of Jesus. Especially when you are among people who don't believe in Jesus. When we are among people who don't know Jesus, the challenge for us is usually to identify with that Jesus. And the question comes back, do we know him? Because when we know him, when we truly know him, we will want to be identified with him. We will want everyone to know that we believe in this Jesus. And this, this is something that Jesus is, is building in the, in, in the disciples. He wants them to know him because they are the ones who are going to make him known. This is what we see in the book of Acts when Peter and John are, are confident even, when, even against opposition to stand for Christ. It's after they have known him that they gained the confidence to make him known. Do you, do you feel uncomfortable to identify with Jesus when you are among people who don't believe in Jesus. This Jesus that we worship is the one that transforms our lives. When we submit to him, he begins to change us. He changes us from who we are to what he wants us to be. And this transformation happens inside us and then it becomes visible outside us. As a Christian, one of your greatest desires has to be to know Jesus. You know him. You begin to become like him. And you gain the confidence to make him known. Because Jesus is the Christ. The son of the living God. For his sake, we acknowledge our weaknesses. So that we can rely on his power. For his sake... We love our neighbors as we love ourselves. We talk about love in this church so much. We talk about embracing people from all walks of life. The only reason we can do that, the only reason we should do that is because of Jesus Christ. Because we believe that any person that Jesus would receive, we should be able to receive as well. Any person that God loves, we should be able to love as well. And we are not doing it for ourselves. We are doing it for him. And any time there is a struggle to love people, to embrace people, we should ask ourselves, do we know this Jesus? Jesus comes to us and he breaks us down, you know He exposes our our weaknesses, he exposes our pride, he humbles us. we begin to realize that uh, without him, we are nothing. We begin to realize that being like him is the most important thing in our lives. We begin to realize that others are, 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 are more important even than us. And we begin to love them the way we love ourselves. This is not a behavior change. This is a transformation. It changes how we see life and how we see others, regardless of who they are and where they are coming from. And I'm telling you, when the Bible says, you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free, that is the kind of freedom the Bible is talking about. It is the freedom to refuse to be bound by any kind of bias, By any kind of bondage and to allow the Holy Spirit in you to make you flourish and others to experience that from you. Because of the Christ, the Son of the living God that you believe, that you follow, that you submit to, and that you obey. Whom do you say that I am? That is a question that we must keep on asking ourselves and keep on answering ourselves. If Jesus is the Christ, the Messiah, the anointed one of God, the son of the living God, this God that made the universe, this God that created everything, if Jesus is his son and he is, and if I believe in him, and I do, then how does that affect my life? What kind of a person am I? Believing in Jesus or rejecting Jesus makes a huge difference. For his sake, we acknowledge our weakness and submit to his power We love our neighbor as we love ourselves. We stand for the truth in the face of opposition. People are saying that uh, the church is not as strong as it used to be. Why is that? Has Jesus lost his power? Has he lost his strength? Or is it because we don't really know him? One of my sisters... My youngest sister, she she used to be very confident. This is before uh, Christ found me, and before I found Christ. She used to be very confident of me, because anyone who touched her was in trouble. I would deal with anyone that would touch my sister, and my sister knew about it. But because of that, she was very naughty as well. She would be getting into trouble all the time because she knows that I will defend her. She was the most confident person and because of her brother. Just knowing whether... I was there with her or not, she would still be very confident because she just knew that my brother will stand for me and he will stand with me. I I see a picture of Christians there. When we know this Jesus, we know that he's faithful and he identifies with us. He suffers with us. He cries with us. He grieves with us. He is there to comfort us and to give us hope and to remind us that we are not alone. When we understand that this Jesus will never leave us, we will face life differently. There are times in our lives that we don't feel, we don't feel His presence. But even on those times, in those times, He is there with us because He has promised. That he will never leave us. And for you and me, being convicted of this knowledge, of this revelation that Christ is always with us, it makes a huge difference in life. Because in this life, you will be disappointed. In this life, you will be discouraged. In this life, you will be rejected. There are days in your life that you will feel lonely. And the only thing that will make a difference in your life is when you remind yourself that Jesus is with you. The Son of the Living God. In His fullness. He's not with us halfway, He is with us in His fullness. One of the reasons we. We want people to know Christ. It's because we know that when he comes to someone's life, he makes a difference, a big difference, a transformation. And you and I who believe in Jesus, you and I who have experienced this transformation, we want others to experience it too. And therefore, we are going to use every opportunity that we get to point people to Christ. We cannot bring people to him, but we can point people to him. And when we point them to him, Jesus has a way of opening their eyes, enabling them to see themselves as sinners, and realizing that he is the greatest savior and turn to him for salvation. That is one of the reasons we... The other Sunday, we walked out placing those videos and the booklets on people's doors because we know that God has a way of using his word to reach out to people. And that is one of the reasons we are going to do that again today. Those who will be able to. We want to remain faithful in pointing people to Christ, and then we will leave the rest to God. It's up to God how he's going to bring them to himself. It is our responsibility to communicate that message. Because we know that when Jesus comes to someone's life, this Son of God, this Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, the Messiah, he brings Transformation, But for us also, we want to ask ourselves daily, who is this Jesus to me? Do, do I have the confidence to identify with him? Do, do I feel joyful to tell someone that uh, I belong to Jesus Christ? I was reading and I, I saw a, a story of a guy who was, he had come to US and uh, as he was passing through the customs, he was asked to declare uh, what he had. And he said, I declare that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And uh, this custom officer looked at him and said, I declare it too. <laughs> And they realized they are both Christians and they started sharing their faith together, enjoying that moment. Do we have the confidence to identify with Jesus? Because Jesus is the Christ, the son of the living God. He's the one that forgives our sins. He's the one that assures us of our future. He's the one that identifies with us in every area of life. He identifies with us. There are times in your, in, in your, in your sleep, you experience pain or depression or thoughts come to you and, and you're just overwhelmed. And then you just find yourself turning to this Jesus in your sleep and calling on him, asking him to help you, to have mercy on you, to enable you to go through, to endure. When you know him, you will also know that he is always with you. And when you know that he is always with you, you will always want to submit to him. We must, as Christians, get to a point where The presence of Jesus Christ in our lives is fully understood, appreciated, and accepted by us. Wherever we are, wherever we are doing, because Jesus is the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus says to Peter, you are Peter, and on this rock I will build my church. Referring to, there's a controversy there, but of course Jesus is not saying you are Peter and on you I will build my church. He's saying on this rock, referring to the confession that he has made, on the fact that he is the son of the living God, he will build his church on that. The church is built on the foundations of the apostles, Jesus Christ being the cornerstone. He is the cornerstone of the church. He is the head of the church. We are here, and Jesus Christ is our head. We are the body of Christ, and he is the head. And he says that when we submit to him, he does great things. He, when we submit to him, we are submitting to his will. And when we submit to his will, wherever we bind here, he, it is bound also in heaven. There is an agreement that takes place when there is a submission. Every time we submit to the Lord, the Lord agrees with us. There is always an agreement that takes place where there is submission. And then he tells his disciples in verse 20, don't tell anyone about this. Now You should know that later on he told them, go and tell everyone. But at this point, it's not the right time. They still need to really know him before they can tell him. You and I, before they can tell others, you and I are privileged to know about Jesus Christ because we have the word of God with us we are privileged. It should be our desire and our confidence to know him more, to be like him, and to make him known. Father, I want to thank you again for your love for us. I want to thank you for the exercise that is before us, Lord, as we walk uh, to these houses, blessing the the videos and the booklet and even the, the invitation for the concert that, God, you will use them. Whoever watches the video, reads the book, that, God, you will open their eyes, that they will realize that you love them and that you have provided a way for them, and that you will enable them to turn to you, to experience the transformation that you bring to our lives. I pray for each one of us who is going to be involved. That, Lord, you give us the confidence not to shy away, but to identify with you. And for those who will remain here and pray for us, we pray that you may use them as your vessels as well. Above all, we pray that you may be glorified in Jesus' name. Amen. Let me bring to your attention some few stuff before uh, uh, the music uh, uh, the the music people come forward. Uh, The concert that we have, we, we expect that everyone, each one of us will be there and of course we will invite others to come. The reason we expect each one of us to be there is so that we can connect with the people that will come. So that we can uh, offer prayers, so that we can answer questions, but so that we can invite them to church as well. It's an opportunity for each one of us to participate in a certain way. You come there, maybe you, 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 you are very uncomfortable talking to people, but you are still going to come. And the only thing you can do is just to walk around praying that's okay. You can just be walking around praying. If someone interrupts you, just let them know, hey, I'm praying, please. Uh, uh, Just come and walk around and be praying. And some of us who can talk will be connecting with people. We expect that each one of us will come that Saturday. That is our, it is our concert. We want to be part of it and we want to be faithful to God and let God do what he wants to do. The second thing, uh, we have visitors here today. We have Ashley. um, I met Ashley last Tuesday. Thank you so much for coming to worship with us. And she came with a friend. Oh, that's your mother. Oh, you're very welcome. Uh, Please take time to know them. Uh, Know them. And... uh, Make them feel that they are welcome. You are very welcome. We are glad you are here and uh, we are looking forward to seeing you again. Thank you, Ashley, for keeping your promise. You said you would come and you, you came. Please make sure you know them. And uh, I think after the music, Robin, you will take over, right? Are we picking the stuff? We're picking the stuff outside. Okay. Thank you so much. Music, you can...
0: Let's sing together. They're working on the projector here, I guess. Let's stand and worship the Lord. Stand with me now. Heavenly Father, we come to you in Jesus' name. Lord, thank you, God, for this message that you've given us we thank you, Lord, that you are Lord of all. You are King of kings and Lord of lords and you are the creator. And Lord, we proclaim that right now. And Lord, thank you that we can have confidence in you that you will take care of all things. We thank you. We thank you, Lord, for your love. And Lord, help us, Lord, to not be timid. Help us, O oh God, to walk with you. Thank you that you walk with us no matter what. that you don't go away. We may try to go away, but it says in the Psalms that there is no place that is deep enough to get away from you or no place high enough to run away from you. We can't go anywhere. You are always with us. Thank you, Lord, that you are. Help us to recognize that you are with us at all times. And, Lord, even more so, help us, Lord, to empty ourselves to you that you would have your way in and through our lives. Help us to proclaim, O God, no matter who we're with or where we are, O God, that you are Jesus, you are the Christ, you are the Messiah, you are the Son of God, you are the Creator, and you are the Lover of our lives. Help us, Lord, to swim. And to drink deeply in your love for us. To know you more. We give you our lives, Lord. And we want to see you work in and through us. That you would be honored and glorified. And Jesus would be magnified. We pray about this concert, Lord. This Saturday, we pray that you'll help each one of us to to get involved whether it be setting up or tearing down things or, or be participating and telling people about Jesus or just giving a cup of water in your name. All things, all things are important. Lord, help us to spread your seeds of love and truth, to spread them to all people, That we come in contact at this concert. And today as we walk from neighbor to neighbor, Lord, in our neighborhood, that we would show them the love of Jesus. That we would tell them that you love them, and so do we. And that we would be a help to them, pointing them to the one that can save their souls and help them through their life, their troubles and that we will walk beside them, and you will walk with them. We thank you, Lord, for, the, for your goodness that follows us, and your mercy, O oh God, towards us. We thank you, and your amazing grace. We ask this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Everybody know Amazing Grace? Here, let's sing that.
2: Amazing grace, how sweet the sound That saved a wretch like me
0: Well, Robin, where are you, Robin? She was here a moment ago. Okay. I think Okay. Well, I'll dismiss everyone. We are not dismissed, but we'll continue our worship service all week long. It doesn't just stop here. We live each day for Christ. We each live each moment for Christ. Each word and each thought for him. Do I hear an amen? Amen, Robin Wade, here we come oh, before I do, may I pray for this I'll pray for that before Robin starts here, we're just going to pray for the offering. Heavenly Father, we come to you in Jesus name Lord we All our finances are yours. We can't fool you. Everything that we are and we have are yours, Lord. We pray that you would take these offerings and these tithings, Lord, and that you would multiply it just like the bread and the fish when you fed the 5,000. And, O God, that this this would be used for your honor and glory to feed many, Lord, to make you, you known throughout all nations, throughout our neighborhood, oh God. And Lord, that we would submit to you. We love you, Lord. We give these things to you. We give you our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you.
3: Is anyone going to be walking today that didn't do it the last time? Because I, I have the instructions on the back of the map and I already have designated certain people that did it last time. So is there any questions to what we're about ready to do? I have everything out there, we'll just, you can, I have a pen for you, and is everybody all set? Because I don't really need to go into details if everybody kind of has an idea. No one's gonna talk. (laughs) We're all set. Anyone that's going to stay, we're going to walk. Those that aren't walking, including myself, we're going to stay and we're going to pray. So and I have the list out there with the map. And on the back side is instructions, which I should have done before for you, everybody, so you have an idea of exactly what you're doing. Okay? Everybody okay? All right. All right. Thank you.